burnout, a buzzword you've probably heard many times throughout the last few years. You may have even used it to describe yourself. I can think of a few moments in my career where I was totally, completely burned out at work. And as you may have noticed, Working Girl Talk is finally back today after a hiatus. I'm so excited to be back with you on the mic. I want to kick off the return by sharing about the last few months. I actually didn't think I was burned out. I was happy. I was excited. I got a new big role at work. I started grad school, I had the pod, all the usual things, but just with some exciting new changes. I was doing it, but it was a lot going on at once. I said, I'm going to take this week off to get everything in order. Then it turned into the next week and then a month and then a few months later. Once October hit, I realized it had been over three months. How did this happen? Why did this happen? Why was it so hard for me to ditch the overwhelm and take some action? Today, we're talking about the battle against burnout. Working Girl Talk is the podcast and community for women who work. I'm your host, Abby Zufel, and I'm here to help you feel confident starting your career journey and navigating the workplace. Now, let's talk. During the podcast break, a friend and past guest asked me if the podcast was coming back. And I said yes and explained all these life changes that have happened, but it'll be back. And in her response, she mentioned the words burnout, like that I was burned out, like, oh, wow, take care of yourself with the burnout. Huh? The podcast is so extremely important to me. My favorite part of the week is chatting with you on the mic, connecting with our guests, and providing insight and value about the workplace. Burnout is when you hate what you're doing, right? That could not be me. So why couldn't I bring myself to do it? In the spirit of October, this question definitely haunted me. Am I burned out? How could something that's so positive burn me out though? So I did some digging. Burnout is more than we may realize. Integris Health outlined there's actually five stages of burnout. The first stage is called the honeymoon phase is what they coined it as. So this is when you're starting a new job or tackling something new. It's common to experience some satisfaction that leads to periods of productivity. The next stage they mentioned was the onset of stress. So that honeymoon phase dwindles and you begin to experience stress and you may begin to notice physical or mental signs. Here, you may start to lose focus. The third phase they mention is chronic stress phase. You'll reach this point when the stress becomes more persistent or chronic. The examples that they list out are feelings of apathy, not completing work on time, being late for work, or procrastinating during tasks. That one hit me a little bit harder. The fourth stage that they mentioned is the burnout phase. This phase is when you reach your limit and can no longer function as you normally would. The last phase they mention is habitual burnout phase. If left untreated, it can become a part of the everyday and lead to other more serious issues. Okay, so going through those five stages of burnout from Integra's Health, I guess some of them kind of sounded like me, but not all of it. All areas of my life were in a good spot. And when people asked about the podcast, I said, oh, it's coming back soon. Although I'm going to be honest, a part of me did feel a sense of overwhelm when I did get asked about it. 
I still did interviews. I still checked in on the back end. It's something that I love. But again, why couldn't I take some action? I definitely resonated with that putting things off side. Why was I letting the overwhelm get to me? After a while, I've noticed that the time off didn't really help. These feelings got worse. And now I had the added layer of overwhelm of how am I going to come back with the show? How am I going to return to social media? Eventually, the word that kept coming to mind was avoidance. Well, I did some digging into that too. Have you ever heard of workplace avoidance? If you Google work avoidance right now, you'll actually come across a few different guides and pieces and tips from thought leaders on how to help it. Go figure, work avoidance is a thing. I actually had never heard of this concept before. But in a guide on task avoidance from workbrighter.co.uk, they outlined three different factors to look for when somebody is experiencing tasks, task avoidance at work. One is deadline missing. The employee is failing to meet deadlines associated with certain tasks. Two, they said was procrastination. Other less important work is completed regularly, but certain tasks are always behind. The third one that they mentioned was excuses. Regular excuses as to why they haven't been able to complete the work. So this one definitely resonated with me a little bit more. That avoidance factor definitely was something that I was experiencing I was avoiding working girl talk. I had trouble even logging into the Instagram account without crippling overwhelm. So I avoided it. But why? Why do we do this to ourselves? Right now, maybe you can even picture something that you've been avoiding at work or even outside of work. Why? Something that I heard recently that really stuck with me was from Kevin Schmidlin of Grow the Show podcast. He was talking about burnout. And he was mentioning that on a different podcast, he mentioned... Um, an entrepreneur named Grant Cardone said, burnout doesn't come from working too hard. It comes from not seeing an end in sight. This one really struck me during this hiatus, not seeing an end in sight. I don't want the podcast or my career or anything else to be over. I don't really want an end. I don't need an end. But the more I thought about it, the more I realized maybe the end even means goals maybe some bigger goals you're working toward, the end, having something to be working toward or or else it really is kind of never ending. So what are you working toward? I even, I'm asking myself, what am I working toward? I realized what was happening. So from a few different factors of like some burnout information, thinking about avoidance and then thinking about that quote of not seeing an end in sight, I realized I have a lot I'm working toward and I am very naturally a dreamer personality. I love to daydream and have all these goals, but I was actually too afraid to look at the end goals for the podcast. Has anyone ever felt too scared to even dream of something because you're afraid it won't happen? So I found myself avoiding the podcast because it reminded me of all the things I wasn't doing and avoiding the goals I set because I didn't know if I could actually reach them. I forgot that the big picture actually takes a ton of little steps along the way and that taking one step at a time is exactly what you need to do sometimes. Have that direction and have the big goals in mind. Don't run away from them and avoid them. And you have to give yourself the steps and smaller goals along the way to get there. All of this to say, burnout comes in many forms, and I also believe that it can happen in different areas of your life. It's not all-encompassing. That's why I was so confused by this, because everything at work was going great, so so many big changes, and it wasn't like I felt burnout in that area, because I think sometimes we think 
just our work is where we can feel burnout, but we can feel burnout in so many other places as well. It's not all encompassing. Maybe you've experienced that burnout where you dread going into work, or maybe you've experienced what I've been experiencing, which is a combination of avoidance and even some burnout denial, or maybe even burnout in a place or area of your life that you didn't expect. Our careers, our side hustles, our lives, our personal lives aren't stagnant, just like us. They ebb and flow, and sometimes things are really great. Sometimes things are not so great. If anything, I hope that these concepts have helped you know that you're not alone. And even if everything is going right, sometimes things can feel a little off in some areas. And it's okay to acknowledge that and kind of do some your own investigative digging like I did onto what's going on here. I think self-awareness is what's really the important part here. Not that I'm perfect at it. I'm not. That's why I'm talking about it today. Some other things I've been thinking about as I've taken the step back and now that I'm I'm back and we're here on the pod, um, some things I've been thinking about when it comes to conquering this burnout battle because we have been so engrossed in it in the last few years. I haven't had a chance to talk about it too much yet, but the concept of quiet quitting has kind of blown up over the last month or two. Now it's quieting down a bit now, but really all of that can really come from this burnout, this avoidance. Like, oh, I don't really want to put in my full effort at work and do the quiet quit thing because it's not worth my energy. That to me is kind of a sign of burnout happening. Maybe if we're thinking of those five stages, that avoidance, that like really not feeling that passion or drive anymore, it might even be rooted to this deeper burnout problem. So some things that I'm thinking about as I'm trying to conquer the burnout battle with you is one, finding balance. We really can only do what we can. We have to prioritize the most important things and let the other things go sometimes. We can't do it all. Part of me is really sad for the time away, but I kind of have to move on and what's done is done. And now the podcast is back. And funny enough, just a side note, I actually had my most downloads for a single episode ever during the hiatus. How funny. It's like, great. So I don't even need to do anything. I just need to let it sit. Great. But just kind of funny that really we just need to find that balance. And sometimes it takes taking a step away from everything to really assess what that looks like for us. Two, something that I'm thinking about, don't let fear be an excuse. Kind of on the opposite end of what I just said, something that I constantly have to remind myself and something that I will need to remind myself probably every day for the rest of my life is to not let fear control me or be my excuse. My fear of the unknown or failure sometimes takes me away from trying in the first place. When I was talking about a few minutes ago on that avoidance, avoiding the podcast because I was avoiding all the fears associated with my big dreams and goals with it. That is not a place where I want to live. And that's something that I'm actively working on. And if that resonates with you, just know you're not alone. We can work on that together to not let fear be an excuse for us because then I end up falling into that avoidance and that overwhelm. And I just don't want to live in that space. I heard once that you have to be somebody you've never been to go somewhere you've also never been, something like that. Um, So really, if I'm doing the same things and avoiding everything, how could I ever expect to reach those goals? I really can't. It just doesn't make sense. The third thing that I'm thinking about is alignment. And this is the most random thing ever, but there's this song called This Is How You Fall In Love, a beautiful song. It's from the movie The Hating Game, which is based on a book, which I love. Anyway, that song says, when it's easy, it's right. 
I really like that because nothing really is ever easy at the root of it. Nothing's ever easy. We're always going to have to work hard. There's always going to be a little bit of stress. But if you've ever think about some time when maybe you've taken on a new role at work or a new job or even something in your personal life or a new hobby, sometimes things just feel right. They feel natural and it makes them easy. They're aligned with you. And that's really where the magic happens. I think finding alignment is key. So finding alignment, focusing on the mission, the driving force of what's getting you up in the morning, what's getting you to that job, what's going, how are, what's pushing you to do that side hustle or write that story or post that post, whatever it is that you're working on, really finding that alignment with you and that mission, the driving force and the why can help you battle through the burnout and the overwhelm. And that's something that I'm taking with me right now because the podcast is so important to me and the mission of it. Fighting through all that avoidance behavior and really focusing on the why of why this even exists in the first place. And the last one I'll leave with you I mentioned earlier that the time off doesn't necessarily help all the time. And I think that's true for a lot of us when it comes to burnout, like just taking a break and getting time off. When you're coming back, you're coming back to the same situation. You got to make some changes. And that's something that I'm working on right now, changing my process on the back end, changing my perceptions about the podcast and what it could be, and even removing some of the pressure I feel being somebody that works full time and does this taking away those expectations. So really focusing on what you can actually change right now to make that experience for when you do return from a break or some time off or vacation to make that experience better because time off doesn't necessarily remedy burnout. And I think that's something we need to accept. And sometimes it can help maybe if you're just exhausted, but you love your work and you just need some time away. But burnout, there's a lot of root causes there that don't get solved with taking a step away. And I think we just need to acknowledge that and go back to the other things I mentioned, like finding alignment, changing your processes. What can you actually fix? And burnout is something that really can have longer repercussions. And there's a lot of medical elements to it as well. And I'm just sharing what I've found to be working for me as I'm dealing with the battle of burnout. Sometimes the only way out is through, and that's what I'm taking with me today. And I hope that helps you as you're navigating maybe a little bit of burnout, maybe some avoidance, maybe even burnout denial like I was in. Thank you so much for joining me on Working Girl Talk today. We will, we are back every Friday. I've been, even though I've been on hiatus, I have been doing interviews on the back end and I'm so excited to have some amazing guests in the next few weeks. So before we go, as always, Working Girl Talk ends with the Friday favorites. So today's Friday favorites are two, Taylor Swift's Midnights. If you haven't already listened to it, if you didn't stay up till midnight like everyone else did, listening to that all weekend. I'm so excited. And then The Watcher on Netflix. So definitely a way, (laughs) way curveball from the usual Working Girl Talk uh, Friday favorite, but it's like kind of like a scary TV show based on some true events. And there is a workplace element in there. Dean, the dad, his workplace performance is definitely impacted by some personal things happening in their personal lives, which were anything that has a workplace dynamic, I'm all about and always interested in. Thank you so much for listening to Working Girl Talk. We are back every Friday, helping you navigate the workplace and your career journey. Thank you so much. If anything resonated with you today, share the show and rate and review. And if you're not already, make sure to subscribe so you never miss out. Thank you so much. I will talk to you next week. Have a wonderful work day. 